everyone. I am Carla Jakubovic, hostess of the Swiss Learning Podcast, and thanks for listening. Swiss Learning represents 16 prestigious schools in Switzerland, and they're experts at finding the right fit for each student. This season, we will showcase our heads of schools to share their stories and insights with you. Today, we'll welcome Anne Frey, head of school at Briamont International School in Lausanne. Hello, Anne. Welcome to the show. Good afternoon, although I think it's maybe morning where you are now. It is, it is. Um, And I see it's nice and sunny in Switzerland this morning. It's a wonderful day. It's a wonderful afternoon. All our students are now packing to go off skiing for the next half term, for the next week. So uh, there's a lot of excitement going around in in Briamont today. That sounds exciting indeed. And tell us about where you were born and raised. Tell us how you grew up. Yeah, I'd love to say where I was born and raised. Actually, I was born and raised in Briamont, in the school. Wow. uh, Of course, I lived with my my family in a separate house. Uh, But I was nurtured for my early years and my earliest days in, in this international community. So I can say I absorb this philosophy like uh, by the bottom, if I may say. So Riyama always was was our family. As children, we would participate in, in many school events and activities and, and uh, going skiing with the students in the winter. So, and also at the time, BM was not co-ed, so we only had girls. And, and I felt really like some of them were like my big sisters and, and I hope they felt like this too. We usually tell our students the school is their home away from home, but in your case, it was really your home. It was like a big playground and, and we, we still consider it this way. When, when we welcome the new student, we feel like we are welcoming them into our home. And what was lovely, when, when my mother passed away, I received very nice notes from, from former students who said thank you uh, to me and my siblings. Thank you for lending us your mother. And that was really how it felt. Yeah, absolutely. That's so special. And who was your childhood hero and why? See, I did have a single hero, but I was always fascinated by characters who managed in the wilderness and people who could find their ways through their intelligence and common sense, you know, people who took in hand the, the ownership of their survival. These were my favorite books. So uh, and I can see this admiration still uh, accompanies me today. I'm still a big fan of common sense. Uh, and at Briand, we also try to foster these, these types of opportunities uh, for our students to step out of their comfort zones and, and to gain self-confidence through the, the, the pride of, uh, of having pushed their limits and having been exposed to some, of course, very limited uh, wilderness and, and nature. Along your educational journey, did you come across any meaningful teachers or mentors who impacted your life? I must say that as a pupil, I was, I was very shy most of my school life and, and uh, uh, yeah, I'm almost ashamed to say I've tried to avoid interaction with teachers, uh, uh, doing my best to succeed with good grades so that I would be left alone. Uh, so no meaningful teacher, but uh, 
a mentor or, or someone who impacted my life, I would like to speak about uh, emotion and intelligence. When I discovered that book by, by Daniel Goldman, you know, this uh, IQ versus EQ uh, uh, system, it, it felt like an epiphany moment to me because uh, I realized how true it was that uh, you will succeed better if you have this ability to identify and understand and handle emotions, your own emotions, uh, as well as the one of others. Uh, and finding this, this research-based evidence that, that academic results and intelligence are not the main drivers of, of a happy, successful life. And, you know, your IQ does not vary with age, it's, it's acquired. Uh, so this vividly confirms some, some long-held intuition I had. And moreover, you know, it gave me even more sense for me to the, the realm of guiding statements. And we see we inspire our students to reach their full potential. We enable them to, to discover uh, their passions and their talents and, and build the confidence to, to, be, to live meaningful lives. Uh, this was all in the book, everything I had sensed. So I would say not a specific mentor, but but, but this research was, was something that impacted my life and probably the, the way we work at the so, so interesting. And how did you end up in education? As I mentioned, I was born in this school. So I think uh, I started in education with, with education deeply rooted in my in my DNA. And this probably influenced my need for independence, you know, pushing me to find my own way for decades. So the, the larger part of my career was, was in finance and counseling. And although I had been in, in the strategy of in the strategic role for Piomo for more than 30 years, uh, on the board of serving on the board of directors, but it's only three years ago. Uh, then I took over the operational responsibility of the school. So I'm quite new <laughs> as the head of school. And for me, it's, it's a homecoming, you know, it's a, a final, final challenge in my career to give back to my home uh, the skills I have acquired throughout my career outside of education. That's so nice. How would you describe your leadership style? I really believe in the, in the strength of a team and in uh, complementarity. So in a, in a boarding school like Leon, we make such a wide range of, of different skills, education, welfare, health, learning, manners, and all the technical skills. And no one has it all. So the, the, to combine all of these skills, you need to surround yourself with the best people for each field. And you need to be able to listen to them and, and have them work together so that the, the, the sum of all these skills becomes greater than, than the number of people actually on the team. As one member of my, my leadership team says, you know, power should match responsibility. And therefore, we strive to build an empowered team. And I, I wish I were. I were always the inspiring leader, showing the way and uh, allowing every member to grow. I must confess that sometimes under stress, I, I may sometimes be a bit impatient and I make decisions which cannot be explained at length. 
but I've got such a wonderful team that uh, they make it look like they don't hold it against me. <laughs> I'm very fortunate with this team. That's great. And what's something most of us don't know about Riamont? Yeah, do you, no one probably knows that the founders of the school, the first generation, I'm, I'm the fifth generation, our first generation, they had 10 children on their own, and they still decided uh, to found this school to have to become parents to more than, than their own. Uh, so, yeah, I still wonder where they found the energy to do this. <laughs> yes, yes. They were very courageous. It probably came in handy having their own school just to educate their own children also. <laughs> uh, and what three words would you use to describe your school? Um, I would start with caring, supportive, um, sustainable. This is our 140th anniversary. And uh, not to be too disciplined, uh, I think three is not enough. So uh, I would like to add fun. Well, which I'm sure is the kids' favorite component of the school. And as you just mentioned, Briamont is celebrating its 140th anniversary this year. How do you innovate without compromising tradition? When the tradition is to innovate then you have less risk of uh, compromising innovation. Uh, you know, our, our values, which are reflected in our, our guiding principle, I, I think are ageless. You know, they're based on respect, on understanding, on uh, uh, multiculturalism. Uh, so we like to say we are inspired by what was done before our generation, and we interpret these things uh, for the modern world. And actually, funny enough, I experienced this a few years ago. Instead of writing my own speech for our graduation ceremony, I read the one that had been given by my grandmother 80 years earlier. Wow. And I received words of, of congratulations on the relevance of these words. And, and no one noticed that, that these were not the words I had written in the 2020s. Uh, the school also has a difficult task, which is to prepare students for a world that will be much different from what we know today. What does that process look like? We often hear that, that more than two-thirds of uh, our students could be working in, as adults in a job that has not yet been invented. So it's, it's a true question. You know, with, with much of the work carried out today by humans, soon possibly to be handed over to algorithms, to robots. Uh, I think it is vital for students to acquire and to develop skills in, in areas where humans are still essential. This is one of the things we do. I think adaptability, creativity, innovations and flexibility also to work with people from different backgrounds are the key. So we, we value uh, experiential and, and project-based learning. And the children are also very much molded during these formative years spent in school, and they certainly leave transformed. In what aspects do you feel Briamont contributes the most? 
I would not retain the world molded because for me a mold, you know, would imply that that we format them all identically, mm-hmm. and this is exactly what we try not to do. Every student has strengths. They have they all have talents. They have ambitions that they may not be aware of uh, at the time when they join the school. So what we want to do is support them building their skills and identifying these talents and skills so that they can arrive in the adult world equipped with all the the necessary tools to achieve their ambitions and, and no one else's. I love that. What's the future of education? Do you envision traditional classrooms to exist in the future? We are already evolving from the the conventional classroom model where a teacher lectures to students. I don't like this word too much. Mm -hmm. Uh, Transmits knowledge and assigns homework for the next period. Uh, I think a very interesting model is the, the flipped classroom in which students take responsibility for their learning, uh, often outside of the teacher's time, and the notions are practiced and tested in class, in presence of of the teacher. Nevertheless, I would say uh, the the great strength of of a boarding school like ours and of a small boarding school like Leonardo is is an incomparable teacher-student ratio, you know, our average class is nine pupils. So I can guarantee that unless a new pandemic forces us to do so temporarily, our teacher contract with all will never be replaced. I think digital solutions are interesting as, as a complement to professional, personalized and, and attentive uh, attention. And what's the best problem to be solving in 2023? I'm really tempted to say that the most crucial issue for humanity to solve now is the problem of of our planet's resources so that humanity can continue to exist. But it's not just a problem for 2023. (laughs) This is why I hesitated, because I see it as a problem for 24, 25, and, and probably the the decade thereafter. So I, I'm truly convinced that we cannot delay uh, putting more resources and thoughts and more innovation uh, in this issue. And I hope we all can contribute to the, the, the training and reflection of, of, of our students so that they can also bring something to this issue in the future. That's a great uh, point to to use the school as a resource to prepare the future generations to actively help solve these ongoing problems. What would you say success means in your role? We do measure success. Uh, You know, the school year is very cyclical. And when we have our graduation ceremony in June, with all the families coming to the school, and, and we see... Our students, we can look back with with pride, our pride and their pride, uh, how far every single graduate has come since they've joined the school. I think this this is the first uh, uh, measure of success for us and and a very emotional one. In the longer term, 
go through, through the school, I would say we are celebrating our 140th anniversary. Uh, this is many years of, of success. You know, each generation after the other having contributed in, in their own style, in their own with their own innovations, uh, and always with the same passion. Uh, so I hope I will be able to pass on this achievement so that it can continue with, with future generation in future decades. I think that will be my uh, my success. That's excellent. And any final message or advice for parents and students who are considering joining Briamont? Very simple message. Come and see us. You know, you can you can look at photos, you can look at our videos, website, descriptions, testimonial. Um, I think nothing beats seeing Brian Ferrie for yourself. So you, you have to feel uh, the unique atmosphere. So I would tell parents and students, come and meet us, come and see us, come and see our students, the way they live here during a, a visit of the school. And uh, that's when you can make a, an educated decision. I appreciate you saying that, and I'd like to share that it was my personal experience. I did not know you were born at the school, and yet when I had the opportunity to visit, you do feel like you're entering someone's home. So to me, you know, and as soon as you mentioned that, I, I said, no wonder it translates, and it has such a familiar feeling so welcoming and just so warm when you walk in and at times I felt like I was visiting someone's home and not a school so I appreciate you sharing the story of you being born there with us. Thank you so much Carla, I really appreciate your words, I'm, I'm glad it's, uh, it's coming across that way. It certainly does and thank you so much for being with us this morning and sharing a little bit of your story with us. Thank you so much for having me and you're welcome back anytime. Thank you so much. If any of our parents or students wish to continue this conversation, can they find you on LinkedIn? They can find me on LinkedIn. So I'm uh, A-N-N-A-F-R-E-I. And it says I'm the uh, head of school at Piano. So it should be very easy to type my name. Fantastic. <laughs> very happy to... Uh, uh, chat with parents and reply any to any questions they might Thank you once again. And if anyone else has any questions about anything they heard on the podcast today, feel free to contact me at carla at swisslearning.com. Thanks for listening and I'll see you again. Bye.